Cotton is a versatile crop with opportunities to grade byproducts from the stalks, seed, hulls, and it can even be used to graze cattle. This week, we share a guide to farming with this hidden gem in Mzanzi. An exciting new world awaits job seekers with the new AgriCeater mobile app called Connect Me. Job seekers can now be matched with prospective employers with a click of a few buttons. We're joined by Dr. Sufiso Ntombela, Chief Economist at the National Agricultural Marketing Council and Deputy President of the Agricultural Economics Association of South Africa, who shares an overview of the year plus an outlook for 2022. And on top of our book pile this week is a book titled That Will Never Work by Mark Randolph. And of course, our Farmer Tip of the Week comes from Business Innovation Platform Lead at Andamat Madumbi, Dr. Brendan Newman. This is Farmer's Inside Track, supported by Food for Mzansi. Inspiration for your business and life. From South Africa's farmers and agripreneurs. Hey, I'm Zanzi, and welcome to episode 106 of Food for Mzanzi's podcast called Farmers Inside Track. I am Don Numdu, the editor for audience and engagement at Food for Mzanzi. And joining me is my co-host and Food for Mzanzi's head of news, Duncan Masiwa. It's absolutely great to be back, Dawn. We're just a few days away from celebrating the new year, and it's been such an incredible and challenging time, but hey, we've made it. But of course, over to you with that promised insert on our holiday edition about Mzanzi's hidden gem, and that's, of course, cotton. Thanks, Duncan. Now, first up, Dr. Annette Bennett, Cotton SA's technology manager, says besides providing an income for the farmer, this crop can be used to make a number of byproducts, adding that cotton seed is the main byproduct in Mzanzi. The seed from the fiber and then the lint or the fiber is sold and then there are some byproducts made from the seed. Firstly, the main thing in South Africa is that the seed is used as cattle feed. It's very good for ruminants because it's got gospel in so they can digest it. It can also be fed in small quantities for other animals. So the seed is the main byproduct in South Africa for farmers. And then also the seed can be used to press a sort of a new oil press, super oil mills. The oil can be extracted for food purposes, for soaps, for medical purposes. And then the holes of the seed, it's like the outside of the seed, they can be used for bedding and all sorts of other products. South Africa is not big on byproducts because our production is not optimal. We would like to increase our production considerably. But there are many other products, medical products, cotton wool, female hygienic products, gauze, all these kind of products that can be made from cotton. It's really a great crop. It's the only crop where the fiber and the seed and the whole can be used. Even the plants, the whole plants can be used. The small-scale farmers, after they've harvested their cotton, they can actually use uh, the plants for their cattle to feed on. And then after a while, the cotton is so it's a very versatile. Tersha Skuman, Manager of Development and Transformation at Cotton SA, unpacks some of the lingo you will need to know before getting started. Remember, I myself had to learn from the first time I met Petra Sitole in 2014. I had to learn all of this myself. So first of all, there's the cotton plant, the harvest that is being harvested from the cotton, that is seed cotton. So when you see the white crop in the field, that we call the seed cotton, and then it's being taken to the ginnery, cotton ginnery, where the seed and the dirt is being you know, separated. The lint, of course, is being made into the spinners, where they weave afterwards, weaving and knitting is being done, and eventually the clothes we are wearing. And on the other side, the seed is being used. And once the lint goes through the cotton gin, then it's lint, and then it goes to the spinners. 
So the spinners is a massive processing process where they take the, the cotton lint and they make thread of it. The small thread that you have in your house, we are tunga, then that type of stuff you use to do it pairs on the clothes, that's the thread. The cotton is on the field between five and six months and it's a summer crop. And then finally, for new farmers, award-winning cotton farmer Petro Setole breaks down the planting process for aspiring cotton farmers. We need seed, which is a costly commodity, but we need a little bit of fertilizers and we need some chemicals to control the weeds and also chemicals to control some insects. When we plant a seed, we have to plant it when the heat units are ideal. Ideally, if you want the good stand that can be used for the drought-stricken areas, even by hand, you can also plant in our area so that we can easily space the plants a good way to, to get a stand that can withstand the drought. We use herbicides, glyphosate. The glyphosate, I mean to say, that is Roundup to control the weeds because we use BT cotton in South Africa, which uh, has this chemical in them. You just spray over and weeds die and the cotton will thrive. It was also inserted with pole guard in such a way that some of the worms which attack the cotton will be controlled. But then that means that when you are a farmer, you need to listen carefully and you need to make use of a refuge area. That is the area where you plant non BT cotton so that you can fight resistance by the insects that can come and be resistant. And then it means that the technology will be useless if that happens. Thanks, Dawn. And thanks for your valuable insights, award-winning cotton farmer Petrus Sitole. He was, of course, joined by Dr. Annette Bennett, Cotton SA's technology manager, as well as Tertius Skuman, who is the manager of development and transformation at Cotton SA. We now change gears from cotton farming to finding career opportunities in the agricultural sector. We're now joined by AgriCita CEO Dr. Innocent Shiroba to share more about AgriCita's first mobile app called Connect Me. Now, this app is where job seekers are matched with prospective employers with a click of a few buttons. Dr. Shiroba, AgriCita's first mobile app Connect Me has opened an exciting new world for job seekers including graduates. Tell us about this exciting new program. The thinking behind Connect Me app has been very challenging, but it has been in our plans for a long time. As a sitter, we are responsible for skills development, learning and training. However, as a public entity, from a social responsibility point of view, we want all our recipients to be placed in meaningful and decent jobs. This is, of course, our end goal. Now, this app also contributes to the goals of the National Development Plan to create 1 million decent jobs by 2030. How will it change the game for job seekers? We developed the app to make it easier for job seekers to find work within their sector of choice, and in this case, agriculture. It is like making the fishing pole smaller for the fisherman to easily reach his catch. We have a database of over 8,000 recipients. I'm talking about learners, graduates, trained persons. We'll be targeting them directly to access our app and similarly, we'll be asking all our employers and indeed the entire agricultural fraternity wherever we have interactions to basically support us. We call this being a rainmaker. And then of course, before we let you go, we're in the last few weeks of 2021. What is your message to our farmers, agripreneurs, as well as others in Mzanzi's agri-sector. To you, our farmers, our lifeblood and our source of food. More than this, you are the main people sustaining our economy and possibly the world over. On 6 December 2021, 
Agribusiness Confidence Index hit its highest level since 2001, according to the Agricultural Business Chamber and ACI. At AgriCita, we say that agriculture is the first profession and it will remain the last for us. From all of us in the sector, we thank you for sustaining our people and our economy. Stay safe. Thanks so much for joining us. That was, of course, AgriCita's CEO, Dr. Innocent Shiroba. Great to have you on our Farmers Track podcast. Next up, we're joined by Dr. Sifiso Ntombela, who's the Chief Economist at the National Marketing Agricultural Council, as well as Deputy President of the Agricultural Economics Association of South Africa. Now, he joins us to share an overview of the 2021 agricultural sector, plus an outlook for the new year. Dr. Ndobela, as we wrap up 2021, what's your takeaway from this year, specifically looking at Mzanzi's agricultural sector? 2021 continues to be one of the challenging years for the agricultural sector and the economy is at large. The pandemic continues to be the biggest challenge facing the farmers as well as the agro-processors as it constrains the demand side of the sector. One of the biggest challenges in 2021 was the escalation in terms of import prices, which really put on a knock on the profitability of many farms, as majority of them are still battling with the recovery from the drought and other externalities that they've faced over the past years. But looking on the positive side, I think the agility of the farmers to continue surviving even under harsh conditions, as well as the good weather that has been in 2021, are some of the positive that have increased also the confidence amongst the farmers as they expect to plant more in terms of their grains, but also we're seeing some lot of replacement of all field cultivars as well as varieties in the horticultural space. What's your outlook for the new year and what can we expect from 2022? Going into 2022, I think one of the biggest challenges that will be facing the sector is the level at which the vaccination program will grow because that will determine some of the relaxation of the regulations that will then unlock the potential of the sector, but the economy at large. The level of also investment in terms of infrastructure and dealing with some of the inefficient in some of the ports as well as the logistics will also have the spin-out effect in terms of the agricultural sector. But overall, 2022 might be one of the good seasons for the agricultural sector given the good rains that you have seen, but also continues to see some of the clarity around some of the policies as we have seen in terms of the land reform, and also other investment areas that the agricultural sector has been done. The establishment of the biosecurity task team also brings in some confidence as it seems as a sign of government ensuring that now they start to address the biosecurity issue hands-on. Those are the key elements that I will look for in the 2022 that will determine at what level would the agricultural sector contribute into jobs, contribute into growth, as well as into the food security, which is the primary role of the agricultural sector. Thanks, Duncan. And great having you, Dr. Sufiso Ntombela, Chief Economist at the National Agricultural Marketing Council and Deputy President of the Agricultural Economics Association of South Africa. Now for our Book of the Week, as chosen by Free State Farmer Butkule Jack. He reviews That Will Never Work by Mark Randolph, the first-hand account from Netflix's former CEO and founder of how one of the world's most successful entertainment companies became what it is today. Free State Farmer Bukule Jack reviews this book for us. As we all know, farming is possibly one of the riskiest business ventures anyone could decide to get into. 
whether it is climate change, escalating in costs, fluctuating prices, inconsistent electricity supply, droughts, lack of funding and financing, or scarce market opportunities, it is in no doubt a very risky industry. That will never work is a first-hand account from Netflix former CEO and founder Mark Randolph on how one of the world's most successful entertainment companies became what it is today. The book takes us through the birth of Netflix, the designing and building of the platform, the staff and personnel that made Netflix successful early on, and the subsequent decision to let go of some of that staff and personnel, the early failures and successes of Netflix, including a possible merger with Amazon, and his decision to step down as CEO and hand over the reins to his beloved company that he helped build from scratch so that it may continue to grow. This book tackles issues every single entrepreneur will have to encounter on their journey to success. From coming up with an idea, creating a strategy or product, getting funding, getting the operational aspects of the business going, making a profit, losing money, pivoting and starting over, making money again, and eventually upscaling and growing. It details how Mark and his team enjoyed failure after failure, but did not give up. Agriculture is entrepreneurship, and I found that this book helped me on my ongoing journey in farming. This book is a great read for any farmer that views the farming operation as a business that should succeed and make profit like any other industry. Most of us are in farming to create jobs, help with food security, and because we are passionate about farming. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't learn some fundamental strategies on success and how to bounce back from setbacks. Agriculture is not just about farming. It's about caring, and that's an ideal worth preserving. When your family doesn't settle for anything less than magnificence, give them the best with Magnificent Maize Meal. On the field or in the classroom, Magnificent helps your family perform magnificently. Magnificent is a product of VKB Group. Visit vkb.co.za or like our Facebook page for more. VKB, for the love of the land. Thanks, Free State Farmer Bukule Jack. Now remember, if you'd like to review a book or perhaps you have a book suggestion of your own, feel free to email us at info at foodformzanzi.co.za. Now before we let you go, this week's farmer tip comes from business innovation platform at Andamat Madumbi, Dr. Brendan Newman, who says planning is vital when it comes to pests and disease management. Planning isn't very important. You know, you need to know the crop that you're producing and plan ahead so that you're not being reactive. I think too many times in agriculture, we get ourselves into problem situations by being reactive. You know, we wait until we see a pest or disease before we start doing anything about it. And then we're trying to spray a really highly effective product that can wipe it out as quickly as possible. So rather it comes to planning and working preventatively, give the plants the best environment possible, the best nutrition possible, build a a resilient plant, build populations of beneficial insects and beneficial microorganisms, which can help outcompete those pathogens. And like I said previously, integrate all these different sort of best solutions available to make sure that you produce a healthy crop at the end of the day without having to sort of fight fires and stick plasters over short-term problems all the time. And our farmer tip of the week from Business Innovation Platform Lead at Andamat Madumbi, Dr. Brendan Newman, brings us to the end of this week's Farmers Inside Track, proudly brought to you by Food Film Zanzi. Now, I've said this all year and I'm going to say it again. For daily inspirational news and stories about the farmers and agriculturists to go above 
and beyond to feed South Africa, visit foodformzanzi.co.za and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and don't forget to catch our sessions on all things farming on Gather to Grow, as well as Instagram and YouTube for the latest updates on these sessions. That's correct, Dawn. And remember, for the last time in 2021, if you love this podcast, please rate it and share it with your friends, family members, and fellow farmers. The Farmers Inside Track podcast is available for free on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well as Google Podcasts, and of course, also on foodformzanzi.co.za. But for me, Duncan Masiwa, Dawn Numdu, Free State Farmer Bukule Jack, and our producer Megan van der Vendt, and the rest of Team Food from Zanzi, happy holidays and have a great week. What joins a continent but its continuous flow over mountains, through rivers, in the rhythm of the land? What ignites its future but the promise to fulfill? To protect and grow the very life of tomorrow. This is why we do what we do under the African blue. Corteva. Keep growing.